Deacon, what is your favorite scary movie? Hmm. Cthulhu. Casting hour. My name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror nonsense, pirate jokes, other BS that you're not even aware of just yet. My main man Buddy is in the house. Yo, 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 what's up? Buddy, you made it. Yes. You made it up. This is two in a row. I know, this is great. I know, I love it. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah. Who's this guy you brought Thanks with you? Thanks for inviting me back. Who did you bring over here with you all of a sudden? Uh, you know, I just find anybody I can. It's my kid, Deacon. <laughs> hey, what's Deacon, up, Deacon? Deacon, say what's up. What's up? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you could do better than that. I need some excitement. What's up? Come on, I need Deacon. some energy. Try it again. Deacon, what's up? What's up? That's better. That's better. You're off to a good start, homeboy. Buddy, what's up with you this week? Anything cool? Um, well, you know, typical work and all that. Yeah? Usual? Same old old Yeah, usual. Um, I'm just, I like what I'm doing. You're better than I am. (laughs) I don't like what I'm doing, and I also don't like what you're doing. (laughs) I don't like what either one of us is doing. (laughs) You know, it's always great when... You, you know, you work with a bunch of good people, and in our little area, things get really perverted. So it's always a good sense of humor right off the bat when we're talking about uh, group, you're group telling stars. Me group sex is perverted <laughs> yeah. in your workplace, <laughs> yeah. sir. You don't, want, you, don't, you don't want to admit it, well, and the, I'm not going to make you admit the, it either. The topic comes up with, okay, so we have this competition at work, and we have till the end of the week to turn it in. You have to think of nine robot names. And so, of course, you know they're like, oh, keep it clean, keep it clean. But, you know, the yeah, first thing we think of is, like, porn stars. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so we start naming off all these, and we're like, Ron, how old is Ron? <laughs> and I looked it up, it's like, oh, crap, that was, like, 1953. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah, it just kind of goes around the warehouse. I can see that. <laughs> you can see how that, that's a dirty environment. Yeah, that's it's a, a dirty lot of work fun. environment. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's going to get accused of sexual uh, misconduct. Yeah, and then one of the supervisors behind me says, hey, uh... I had this biggest dump last night. You should have like seen it. You know how we had Cadoba yesterday? Well, yeah, we it had like the the black beans in it, the corn in it. Perfect. <laughs> just, Describe it to me, please. I know, right? Because I need details I said, yeah. about what your turd. Looks like. Right? I said, yeah, just wrap it up in toilet paper. It'll look just like the burrito you ate. Oh God! <laughs> now you're being gross. Deacon, what's up with you, big dog? Just building Legos and hanging out with my grandma. Building Legos and hanging out with Nana? That is so awesome. Nice. You are living your best life, my friend. How has school been? Good. You're fresh off of spring break. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah? 
Uh, how, now, what, what's today? Tuesday, so this is your second day back from spring break. Wait, this oh, yeah. is Tuesday? Today is Tuesday. I realize that when you're six, you basically just time travel. You get paid for school, right? Those those checks are made out to mommy and daddy. So. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> how how do you like being back at school, homeboy? How was your uh, how was your spring break? Did we do anything fun? Yeah. What we, did we do? We went to the Warhammer store. We went to the Warhammer store. Deacon is a budding Warhammer forty thousand player. Wow! And he has embraced, dare I say, been enveloped by Space Marines. Wow. Now, that Warhammer store, that's where you can actually play on the tables there, right? You can, if yeah. you choose. If there's a game going on, yeah, you can jump in there. Wow. It's uh, it's an expensive hobby to oh, have. Yeah. I can tell you that right mm. now. But Deacon, Deacon digs it. There's also some computer games that Deacon is into, right, Deedee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're, you're into the Warhammer store? Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, I really wanted that. Um, the big plane. The Thunderhawk gunship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like a $200 model. Oh yeah. Just so you know, yeah. It's like got, a half an inch. I got out of there cheap. <laughs> yeah, I got out of there cheap. It still cost me like fifty bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cheap, huh? That's it. Well, for, for that place, it is. It's all good, man. Are you a space marine? Uh huh. What about the Imperial Guard? Orcs? Yeah. Chaos Marines? No. No Necrons. Yes. My man. I'm a Necron guy myself. The bad guys, huh? They're ba- they're they're basically Terminators, nice. robot robot skeletons oh, okay. that will f you up hmm. pretty bad. Right on, dudes. Well, we got a horror movie to talk about. We got horror news, listener mail, a regular show to get into. Let's start it off. Deacon, are you going to hang out with us for a little while? Do you want to hang out for listener mail? I have a sneaking suspicion that there's going to be some yeah. pirate jokes involved. Yes. You into it? All right, uh-huh. let's do it. Let's start yes. it off though. With some horror news, buddy. Oh, yeah. Are you ready mm-hmm. for Let's horror news? Let's get this party started. Let's yeah. get it going, Tekin. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Daddy, you better get your... Okay. I don't need any podcasting pointers from you, young man. Let's get your butt on the road. My foot on the road? Your butt. I'm going to put you on the road. <laughs> and then I'm going to run you over with my car. But what? Horror news. Booyah. Buddy, what do you got for us? Stars has officially pulled the plug on American Gauze after three seasons. I haven't seen any of them. They are bizarre. Yeah? It's a bizarre show. It's very abstract. Um... I believe you have to be on Quaaludes to oh, really? understand any of it. Yeah. Uh, I watched the first season. It's interesting. It'll definitely grab you. It'll, okay. It'll get your attention. Um, I could have swore they canceled it already. Did they cancel it, bring it back, and then cancel it again? Yeah. So basically they took a two-year hiatus after okay. season two. Okay. And then they're, they've, they have season three ready. They're going to release it. Okay. But they said, this is it. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with you. Daddy, because do you I, have a trash can in here? I do. You got garbage? Yeah. Uh, and the reason I say that is because it's got a pretty good cult following. And I feel like once they see the, the numbers roll in from season three, they're just going to renew it for a season four. I can see that happening, yeah. Don't yeah. cancel something you're not actually going to cancel, stars. Yeah. I know what you're doing. A promotion. 
And by the way, I'm still waiting for Ash versus Evil Dead to come back for a fifth season. Oh, yeah. You huh. son of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Buying it. Uh, First Gear releasing a spooky Elvira-themed Mack truck collectible this coming Halloween. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, approximately 12.25 inches long, 1.75 inches wide, and 3.5 inches high. So and it's like a desktop kind of an item. Yeah, yeah, desktop type of item. It actually looks pretty cool. Uh, it's coming for the, oh, $100, $99.95. Okay, yeah. I was about to ask Deacon if he would like the Elvira-themed desktop uh, Mack truck, and now the answer is no, because it costs, <laughs> it costs $100, Deacon. What yeah. does? The uh, little car, you what? know, the ones that I buy you at the grocery store all the time. Yeah. The it's one about- that Buddy just mentioned costs $100. It's not a little car, it's a foot long. I don't care. I'm not spending a hundred dollars. What kind of foot long? It's it's not the kind that you eat with mayonnaise and mustard, my friend. Here, this is what. Oh, it is looks there a like. picture? Yeah. What do you think, Deke? Looks pretty cool. It's looks a semi, cool. basically. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for that. No, no, no. no I'm sorry. I'll play a thousand for it. Oh, really? You got a thousand? Oh wow! I'm gonna beat you up in a parking lot. Take a thousand dollars off. Now I know who the money I'm maker is. I'm gonna take this whole podcast and throw it in your face oh, <laughs> oh wow <laughs> we got a wise guy over here <laughs> right <laughs> hey if you want me on your show just let me know okay? <laughs> coming next week on the padded room network the deacon and buddy show <laughs> <laughs> right uh rick and morty gives nods to hellraiser and blade in season five footage oh, very cool yeah that would actually be pretty cool i haven't really i'm not really big into that show but this one might catch my interest i'm caught up so Sunday, June twentieth at eleven p.m. Eastern time. Okay. So check check that out. At Easter, when is Eastern Easter? time, buddy? It's a time zone. When is Easter though? Easter is this Sunday. Okay. Okay. Wait. Uh, Russian creature feature Sputnik getting an English language remake from producer Matt Reeves. Um, I. I I don't know that it needs a, an English remake, you know? I mean, like, the crux of the story is that it's Russian. Right. So. Yeah, during the midst of the Cold War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'll yes. check it out either way. It was a good show. Did you watch Sputnik? Can you Sputnik? still hear me? Yeah, buddy. Okay. Uh, it's been a while. I don't remember it too much, but okay. I, I, I do know I've seen it. Yeah, it's not a bad show. Uh, Paramount's retooling of the Paranormal Activity franchise is no longer dated. Lead cast, though, has been announced. I heard. Um, but yeah, March 4, 2022 uh, is the slotting date for it. Very cool. I have a mm-hmm. joke. Oh, yeah? All right, let's hear it. Dick. <laughs> pirate joke. Well, I'm all in on that the pirate joke. Perfect this timing. This has become this is... a pirate joke podcast. Yeah, and this so is perfect timing for hit it. Hit us with a pirate joke, hot dog. What is, the, what is a pirate's favorite letter? Oh, man, I'm stumped on this one. I want to say W. Z. <laughs> Z? Z. I say W, but he says Z. Wrong and wrong. What is it? C. Seven Cs. Oh, you mean the C. The C. <laughs> oh, wow. I got that wrong. wrong, wrong. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. We're going to work on your timing a little bit, big dog. Uh, Paramount's retooling of the... Oh, yeah, I already said that one. You did. Yes. I got something on that, though. Oh, yeah? Did you hear about who's going to direct mm. the retooling of the param- the uh, Paranormal Activity franchise? No. Slated for the initial offering is going to be William Eubanks. 
Oh, really? Who directed our title of the episode, Underwater. Wow. I'm into it. Yeah, I'll check it out. You did a pretty good job. Well, we'll get into that. Well, I, I like the paranormal activities, though. So. Me too. Um, you know. It, Especially the last 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because it was kind of slow up until then. It then was. all of a sudden, shit went crazy. And I wasn't a big fan of certain installments of the franchise. Oh, yeah. But well, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? Uh, Mike Flanagan recorded a commentary track for Netflix film Gerald's Game. Uh, the, you remember that one, right? I do. Of course. Uh, that, that was a good flick. Um, I wouldn't mind checking that out to see what he has to say about it. I'm into it. it. I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm into what exactly the... the uh, what his thoughts on the the Stephen King book were and the deviations he made from it? Yeah, not to get too scientific or anything, but that's something that's piqued my curiosity. Did, have you have um, they seen Stranger Things? Of course. <laughs> and frozen. <laughs> Deacon is frozen in time. Let it go, Deacon. Let it go. <laughs> Don't blow fart into the microphone, please. All right, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, Deacon, this one's for you. Huh. Adam Wingard is directing a Thundercats movie. Oh, is that for me, man? <laughs> Very similar. Yeah? Yeah. You don't know what Thundercats are? I know what Thundercats are. It's a cartoon from the 80s. Yeah. It has nothing to do with He-Man, but oh. it's a very similar... It's like these half-cat, half-person uh, people, and they uh, they uh, battle at Ancient Mummy. Huh. Yeah. Not what I was thinking. You've never seen Thundercats? No. I have seen Thundercats. You've seen Thundercats, Deke? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but... Lionel. I have seen Thundercats. Chitara. Panthro. I have seen Those two kids. They sound like rock stars. They they pretty much were, yeah. dude. They had like the big teased hair and like spikes, oh, yeah. spikes and stuff. I'm yeah. rocking out to Panthro. Well, <laughs> Lionel was a little kid, but he would pull the dagger and he would look through the eyes the slots on it, and then he would turn into a big guy. Whoa! And then he was like, "Thundercats, hear me roar!" or something like that. I don't remember. Wow! Yeah, and then they'd all. I saw Thundercat. The only reason I know Thundercats is a thing because I watch it on Teen Titans. Okay. Teen Titans, I'm dressed up as... Okay. We'll go with that then. All right. Anyway, that's something to think about. Right on. Uh, Black Christmas fan film entitled It's Me, Billy, tells the story of Jess Bradford's daughter. This is available Mm. to check out right now on YouTube if you're interested. Mm -mm. I have... No? Not not at all. I, I know a Christmas movie, but I don't... I forgot what it's called. Okay. All right. Well, let us know what you think of it. Home Alone. No, that's one. That's a Christmas movie. That's one of them. Okay. Uh, that other one we watched with the Alien Christmas. Yes. That's an, I forget the name of that one. X. Is that the name Alien of it? Alien X. Alien X? I think. I don't know. You're probably right. Something to think about. <laughs> Die Hard? Die Hard. He's not seen Die Hard yet. What? He is not. Hmm. He. I think he's seen Black Christmas, though. Haven't you seen Black Christmas, Deke? What is Black Christmas? It's the one where the killer's in the basement and all the drunk chicks are running around. No. Not that remake. That one was terrible. Well, the 2000... But I, but I have... They were both. There's two remakes. They're both terrible. I have seen oh, yeah. huh. um, the Jason Voorhees pack. The what? A Jason Voorhees. Um, Jason 
movie from You did. You, you shotgunned the whole franchise with me, Hot Dog. What do mm-hmm. you think of that? Good. I, lo- I love the Freddy vs. Jason one. That, I think that's the best one. Yeah, just because, because I can watch those two fight all day mm-hmm. long. Because Jason just comes out with Freddy's head and Freddy does. Gives a little wink. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> At the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have Krampus, though, right? We have not seen Krampus. We're going to get there. All right. We're past uh, holiday season. But I do have some more good news for Deacon. Deacon, (laughs) Black Adam movie. Remember Black Adam from uh, Injustice? Black Adam. Black Adam. You don't remember Black Adam? No. He's a bad guy from Injustice. He's getting his own movie, and it's slated for release July 29th, 2022. Who's it going to star, you ask? Who's the lead, Samuel? The Rock. The Rock's going to be Black Adam. Kind of like Big Trouble Little China. you got The Rock. I mean, any movie that is made past 2015 is contractually obligated to have The Rock in it. Yeah. He's actually going to He's got first dibs on every movie. Yeah, he's actually going to be showing up on this podcast. Oh, you want me to do that movie? Oh, I'm already in one right now. Sorry. Somebody else is going to have to do that one. (laughs) I booked. I booked for three years. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Lastly, Wellington Paranormal, the spinoff of What We Do in the Shadows, Uh is finally making it to the United States. Wow. Uh, It's been acquired by HBO Max and the CW. Very cool. streaming services. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll have that soon. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, me too. I love me some HBO Max. I got some good stuff on there. I'm excited for Easter and what's... What are we doing on Saturday? We're going to the movies. Yeah. We're going to see Kong versus Godzilla. Yes. yes. Are you ready, yeah. for ready for that? We have two in a row. What, two, two, two what in a row? Two exciting things in a row. We do. Oh, yeah. And we got another exciting thing in the ro- in a row right now. You know what it is? Yeah. What? Doing the show. Listener mail. Listener mail. Woo! <laughs> 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 Listener mail. Oh, yeah. Let's start things off with an email from right here in Reno, Nevada. Buddy, here comes our our dude in the cowboy hat. The cowboy. Hey, what's up, cowboy? Subject line, Deacon's Joke Hour. Oh. Huh? Huh? What? (laughs) What? Evening, padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. And that Monica's class was smooth and easy. I almost dug out a few extra jokes, haha, but it's been a crazy week already. I was part of a pirate reenactment group for a while and had a bunch of them. Real quick on Educate Darian, your static from 2012. He got me. I didn't think anybody was going to get me with that one. Well done, cowboy. Right on. Caught a few movies this week. They Reach and No Fear. Oh. No as in no. No. Not no, but no as in... No. 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 Like, I know. Or, I can know poop. You do know poop. Yeah. (laughs) Both okay movies. I like the premise of both and got around to watching a very heartwarming movie, May. Very hallmark movie about a girl who learns to make a new friend. Ha ha. Also, Here on Out. Fun movie with a little twist toward the end. Daddy? Huh? You know how you have to do do, um, a song every two minutes we talk? I do not. 
I don't have to do a song every two minutes we talk. You know how you have to interrupt me every two minutes we talk? (laughs) Yeah. You're pretty good like that. Uh, You mentioned a few weeks ago about a Chucky TV series. I'll, of course, give it a shot as Chucky was one of my main movies that turned me into into horror as a kid. And, of course, Jennifer Tilly is always enjoyable to watch. Oh, man. I agree. Mm-hmm. As for kayaking, don't worry. I wouldn't run whitewater without all the gear and everyone knowing what to do. I usually prefer a few of the lakes northwest of town. Gold Lake is my favorite. Tahoe scenery without all the people and the water's warmer. Frenchman's and Davis are nice also, but not as scenic. As for running out of beer, I have a good-sized coolers and always plan ahead, especially with beer. Got to make it quick today and get back to the insanity of the work week. Hope everyone had a great week and catch you on the flip. Cowboy! Right on. Thanks, Cowboy. Right on, Cowboy. Thank you for writing in, my man. What he was going to say, see you on the flip side? He always does. Catch you on the flip. That's what he said, but is it's see you on the flip side. Okay. Oh, you're well, correcting him. Thanks huh? for thanks for straightening that out. Straighten that out for us, there, Didi. There you go, cowboy. That's how you say it. Let's get it together, there, <laughs> yeah. cowboy. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> oh, I can already hear next week's email. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we do have a voicemail here. Chengas. Right on. You ready for this? Yeah. Are you ready to hear from Miss Monica's pod boyfriend down in sunny, sunny Southern California? Yep. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, what's up, Tom Hardy? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? So far, so good. I hope everyone is doing all right. We're uh, alive. You know, I know Monica's not going to be there because she's got uh, a class to attend. Uh, I mean, let's just come right out and say it. It's a court-ordered, uh, like, anger management or something. I would be to bed. I mean, that's really probably odds on what we're talking about here. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I ain't got much this week. Uh, don't know who the educating is. Static. Um, on the what are you looking at department, I only got to ca- catch one flick, uh, Bad Taste. Oh, um, Bad Taste. That old oh, uh, Peter bad. Jackson flick. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, it was actually my first time seeing it. I'd seen uh, Dead Alive before, but I'd uh-huh. actually never seen Bad Taste. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good flick. You, you know, like the, that? The one thing about it that... Uh, you see something like Bad Taste, Dead Alive, or uh, some of some of these other, you know, independent flicks, you know, made for next to nothing that turn out pretty good, you uh-huh. know, and you, you give them a lot of leeway and all that. It just pisses me off so much Then you see something, uh, you know, some of these other flicks where you're like, okay, fuck me. They had to have, like, three times the budget. Easily. You know what I mean? The, the yeah. technology mm-hmm. had to be twice as cheap, you know, to do certain special effects that can be computer-generated and whatnot. And I, I kind of say it just kind of pisses me off when I think about it. I get but, it. Uh, anyway, you know, you end up with something like, you know, Darian's favorite movie, you know, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Oh, it's not and they that had to have, bad. what, ten times the budget there? Probably. They made that piece of shit? Oh, well. <laughs> anyway, hope all is That's well. That's not my Love favorite you, movie. Family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, dude. Wait, but... Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah? I'm speechless. Frozen again. <laughs> Frozen again. <laughs> it's okay, Deacon. Let it go. It just, it'll, it'll come back to you, big guy. He makes a good point, though. And I, I, I totally get what he means because you see these independent films like a... Um, 
just looking at my movie shelf, uh, The Dark and the Wicked. Beautiful movie. Mm -hmm. Dark song. Um, What else? Contracted. Great show. Micro budgets. But then you find these other movies, like these found footage pieces of crap that you know had at least a million or two backing them. And there's just like no, you're going to watch it and you're going to completely forget about it five minutes later. Yeah. And you, the only reason you're watching it is because you're you're folding your laundry or whatever. The, there's just like this weird undercurrent in the horror subgenre of um, like these soulless, completely unoriginal, unoriginal, like unsubstantiated. There's they're, they're movies, but they're so formulaic that they're just, why bother? You know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And but then at the same time, you take like a like a ba- bad taste. Not my favorite movie, <laughs> but I will give it points for originality. Yeah. And having made a movie ourselves, we know what the journey is like getting all that stuff together and mm-hmm. making putting it making the making time it, all it takes yeah. all the Editing. work that goes into it is a real son of a gun. Yeah. Um. But then you you, you or run making a making one and still not having it out yet. Well, there is that too. <laughs> uh, Daddy. Yes, sir. Um. Um. Because every time you watch, every time you put a movie on the on the big TV on uh-huh. in our living room. Uh huh. Five minutes when you're putting a laundry away, we have to change it every five minutes. You're not in there. That's right. Because you forget about it. I know. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Deacon, you just made my point for me, buddy. Thank you very much. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You put one of these, you go to Tubi, for example. Yeah. Tubi is a good way to fall asleep. Yes, it is. Because you'll find something on the, with like a skull on the cover and you're like, ooh. Oh, this looks pretty good. Oh, dead, uh, dead, uh, dead asylum or Mm -hmm. whatever. And you're like, oh yeah, perfect. Five minutes into it, you're like, these are the same kids monkeying around with the same cameras, going mm-hmm. to the same mental institution, and I can't with even terrible acting. anymore that I just can't even be. I've got to fold my underwear. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> what did I miss? Nothing. Nothing. It's the same movie you've seen 350 <laughs> yeah. times. Nothing mm-hmm. is different. Nothing has changed. All right. Do you guys have anything for the Cowboy or Tom Hardy? Thank you guys for calling and writing in. Absolutely. Deacon, hit us with a joke before we get into tonight's movie. What did the fish say after he swam into a brick wall? What? What? Dan. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Look at this guy over here. Wow. Buddy, let's go underwater, shall we? <laughs> Sending seven miles to the bottom of the ocean. See you all in a month. Here we go. Alright, we're gonna do this. Let's do this.
a scale from one to ten, how bad's my rig? Ten. We drilled to the bottom of the ocean, and we don't know what came out. Gotta get to the station. How did we even get there? We walk. We just gotta walk with insufficient oxygen across the bottom of the ocean. We don't know what's out there. Worst idea ever! What was that? Turn your lights off. That's right, ladies. It is Underwater from 2020, directed by William Eubanks, written by Brian Duffield. This one got 5.8 stars on IMDb. Not bad. Coming in at PG-13, starring Kristen Stewart, Vincent Cassell, and T.J. Miller. I like to call this Cloverfield of the Sea. Uh, yeah, I get that. T.J. Oh. Miller. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one. Before, before we get into the movie, let me get your thoughts on Kristen Stewart. What do you think of her? Meh. What do you mean meh? She had the same expressions as she did on Twilight. Her facial expression does not change. Right. So once you accept that, then I feel that, like you can That short-haired on. look? I'm, I'm a big fan. I'll be honest with you. I like a, I like a nice crop-topped Kristen Stewart. There is nothing attractive about her to I'm me. I'm going to disagree with oh, you God. heartily on that, my friend. Ugh. She's running around in her underwear for half the movie. Well, yeah, she is. But if you, know, if you notice, they don't even film her much in her underwear. I know, but still. It's mostly the top up like a sports bra. You see, you, I, I got plenty of what, yes. <laughs> you must have paused it. I did. <laughs> I paused that and then I put my pause on myself. <laughs> Uh, no, she just. just I'm, a, not, I'm I, not a fan of her. I get it. I get it. Um, I don't have any problem with her, and uh, I realize that the you know Twilight movies are a bit of a a black smear on her her reputation. It is. I actually, I, I'm a fan of the Twilight series. Um, but whoa, I, whoa, whoa! Stop the press! I know, right? You get out of my house. <laughs> I've I've seen them all. Really? Oh uh, yeah, I've seen them all. And you're a fan. Yeah, I like them. I'm not like a super fan or nothing. I mean, like now that I've seen them all, I don't need to revisit them. Inmates. <laughs> but but the it's thoughts just, and opinions of Buddy do not reflect I, those of the Padded Room Podcast. I, I thought she did well in Twilight, but this one it was almost like watching the same character facial expressions, Her just fa- different hair look, and I just I didn't like the blonde. I didn't like it short. I don't know. It's just. It I don't know. It, it didn't work for me. Her facial expression does not change. No, it doesn't. I don't think we've ever seen her smile in a movie. Yeah, not much. Nope. If mm. ever. Uh that being said, um I th- I I still I I don't care. <laughs> I'm still into her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know she doesn't like dudes, and that's fine. Uh I I still think she's banging though, especially yeah. in this movie, man. I love the the crop the short hair in the 
I don't I don't really care for the platinum blonde thing, but no. uh, like for what we get to see of her, there's a good chunk of it in her underwear sopping wet. Hmm. And that is a double whammy in my book. Yeah. But all right, enough about me and my <laughs> wet dreams. So we start off, inmates, at the Kepler Station, which is about seven miles underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, now, the Kepler Station is um, basically a drilling operation, and it's run by the Roebuck Company, and the Roebuck Drill is just off-site of the Kepler Station. Basically, their job is to um, oversee the operation of the Roebuck Drill and periodically rotate personnel in and out of the drilling site, which is about a mile away from where the uh, the Kepler station is. The Kepler station, um, just to give you a possible visual, consider the hive from uh, Resident Evil. It's basically the same thing, just underwater. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at the start of the movie, it says about 312 uh, personnel there to man the station. Um, we start off with Kristen Stewart. She's waking up in the morning or whatever the fuck time it is. Nobody knows down there. Uh, she gives a little monologue like in her head about how when you're this deep under the water, you don't know if you're coming or going or waking or dreaming and it's all weird. And uh, she mentions something about something a male last said to her. And we'll get more into that. It's kind of give you, going to give you some depth on the character later on in the film. She is an engineer or a, uh, I don't know if you'd call her an engineer, buddy. She's more of a mechanic than anything else. Yeah. If there's a difference. She's very good at fixing things, computer things, microelectronic things, mechanical things. She has a knack for for keeping this place up and running. She's mechanical like a, engineer. I will call her that. Mm-hmm. Sure. And she's, she's very good at it. Oh, yeah. So she gets up. Uh, she's brushing her teeth in the morning. Everything's cool. Um... She steps outside of the bathroom. All of a sudden, the lights start flickering. Mm-hmm. And then she starts hearing a loud thudding mm. noise coming from somewhere there on the station. Something. She starts looking around. And then, kaboom, buddy. Oh, man. And we get, the, this, this is one of the things I like the most about this movie, is that you get about five minutes at the very start where everything seems peaceful. Is sort of cool. Yeah. It's not really cool because. The lights are flickering and the, the bathroom mirror is getting knocked you off. Could, you could write it off being but underwater like, and stuff. Oh, okay, it's kind of odd. but mm-hmm. And then once that five-minute mark hits, Whew. it's fucking balls out from there, big guy. Yeah. Woo! Uh, massive explosion rocks the, mm-hmm. uh, the Kepler, station, Kepler station. She goes hauling ass down one of the corridors. A young African man kind of jumps in tow behind her, and she's like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know. We got to go. We got to get... So she's running around trying to bang on everybody's door and wake them up. I assume it's very early in the morning or very late at night, one way or the other. Uh, two guys come out after her, and they're chasing her down the corridor. She make, she and the African uh, gentleman make it to the end of the corridor. They're trying to get the power up to that particular door, because if they can seal that door, they can stop the... Uh, the uh, flooding from hitting the rest of the... It's not a ship. It's a rig, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. It's huge, It's, it's a big thing. It's a big rig. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they can if they can get that door shut, then they can stop the flooding from sinking the rest of the rig, which is great. Unfortunately, these two schmoes on the other side of the door aren't running quite fast enough. So she manages to get the door shut, sealing off the rest of the rig, which saves... 
pretty much everybody else on it, except for the two schmucks that couldn't get out of there fast enough. Oh, shit. The shit has finally hit the fan. Uh, she starts looking around. Uh, once the door gets closed, it gets rocked by a massive impact, which knocks her and the African gentleman out when they wake up. She mm-hmm. wakes, oh, you okay? You okay? She wakes him up. He's, uh, he's a little banged up, but he's all right. They start looking at one of the computer terminals, and they realize that there are evacuation pods in a different corridor that may or may not still be intact. We just have to kind of hope for the best at this point. Mm-hmm. So away they go, uh, low crawling and you know watch, watching out for live wires, and they have to you know break out the flashlights because power's coming in and out to this whole place, and the whole fucking thing is wrecked, man. It's like rubble and uh, you know people's clothes thrown everywhere. Now they're finding dead bodies and shit. Uh, they're they're making their way towards the place where the evacuation pods might be, and they they hear some moaning coming from under the rubble. Like, oh, shit, we got a survivor. So they start peeling back the rubble trying to find this dude. And son of a bitch, it's T.J. Miller. Yeah. I love this guy. No, he's so funny. I love T.J. Miller. <laughs> as a stand-up comedian, eh, yeah. as a comedic actor, oh, I love Oh, he's great, him. yeah. My, the, undoubtedly the best part of Cloverfield, yeah. in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's been in other horror movies. I just can't name them off the top of my mm. head. But uh, it's T.J. Miller. He's put on more than a few pounds. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, you see a good, you see him, uh, and we get to see him belly. in flagrante delecto. <laughs> yeah, he is au naturel for a good chunk and of this movie. He's okay with it. <laughs> he is. He's out there and he's loving it. Uh, they pull him out of the wreckage, and he's like, "Oh God, uh, you you saved me, thanks." Hmm. And then he sees what happened. He's like, "Oh, you know what? Just put me back in there." Yeah, you pulled me out for this. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think I'll just go back under the rocks there. Uh, he's his name is Paul. He plays a guy named Paul. I don't know what his job was there on the rig, other than comic relief. And he's got a little stuffed animal with him, a little stuffed bunny that he's making it a point to to carry with him. So from there, they're like, okay, dude, uh, we gotta, we got to make this happen. we got to get to these escape pods. We're going to go past the command deck to get to them. So away they go, low crawling, again, through the sludge and the muck and the darkness with their flashlights. Uh, they come across a few more dead bodies, and eventually they make it to the command deck, where we find our captain, a guy by the name of Luciano, played by Vincent Cassell. Mm-hmm. Uh, old, scruffy kind of a dude. Um, he's... Uh, I, I don't really picture Vincent Cassell as a sea captain, per se, but I don't know that I would call this outfit like like a... Like a it's, I'm tempted to call it a ship, but it's not, yeah, because yeah. it's anchored to the bottom of the ocean. Really, I guess what you would really call him is some kind of a roughneck dude, because he, he's, a, I would assume, he's some kind of a drilling guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway... Uh, they get to him and he's still alive. He's got his arm in a sling because he's been pretty banged up. And he's like, eh, oui, oui, eh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad is my rig? And she's like, it's 10. It's 10. 11. She said 11. 11? It's a total 11. Yeah. We are completely fucked uh, there, Manuel. Mm-hmm. Manuel's not his name, but I just threw that out there. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, shit. Captain. <laughs> Let's her in and then they start looking at schematics and things. He's got a couple of survivors there himself. Mm-hmm. A guy by the name of Smith who is some kind of a radio radar operator. Mm-hmm. And uh, Smith's girlfriend, I don't know what her job was, but she's the uh, hottie from Iron Fist. 
Yeah. I like her. I am mm-hmm. wildly attracted to that young yeah, lady. Yeah, of, of Kristen Stewart and her, I would go with her. I think I think I got to go with Kristen Stewart. I, if it was her and anybody else, I would probably go with her. But in this case, with the short hair, I got to go with Kristen Stewart. And in her <laughs> underwear and the Speedos, I love it. All right, anyway. Uh, she got in her underwear. Who? The the other one? Yeah. Yeah, but she still had a t-shirt on. <laughs> Kristen Stewart got down to the sports bra, man. That's uh she it was a weird thing cuz she had the sports bra, she had the panties, and then she had like full uh leggings. Yeah. And then like arm sl- like running arm sleeves. So, I don't know. Is that, <laughs> is that what you sleep in? Cuz that's kind of right? weird. It's kind of like in case a a, a marathon breaks out. Well, she was the in the middle of getting dressed. At the beginning of the show. Okay, who the hell wears leggings and arm arm <laughs> sleeves? I know. Without regular, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> it looked hot. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have my wife put on some leggings and arm sleeves later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's pretty fucked. But uh, hey, we're 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 doing okay. So we at this point we have six people. We have Kristen Stewart. Uh, her name's uh, Sarah or Nora. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have uh, hot chick from. Um, Iron Fist, her name's Emily. We have Smith, the radio operator. T.J. Miller, playing Paul. We have the African guy, and then we have the captain. Mm-hmm. So, uh, everything is fucked. Uh, and, and Kristen Stewart, uh, Nora, comes to that conclusion very quickly by looking at some computer terminals. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Uh, 70% of the rig has been compromised. Yeah, Which means uh, it's going to pancake on us any Anytime. fucking second. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if it doesn't pancake on us, that's fine because the reactor coolant is blown. So we're either going to explode or we're going to get flattened. Right. One of those two things is going to happen. Or run out of air. Or that, well, that goes into the pancaking situation. But either way, we are done mm-hmm. unless we do something. So what's going to happen? So uh, the captain is like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Breaks out his map of the ocean floor and he says, okay. The Roebuck drill is about a mile away on the ocean floor. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get down uh, from here. We're gonna go down to the the freight elevator. We're gonna put the scuba suits on, which are these big space marine looking things. Mm-hmm. From there, we're gonna get in the freight elevator. It's about seven miles down to the bottom. From there, we're gonna have to fucking walk the ocean floor, slow ass walk in the pitch black yeah. for one mile out into the great white nothing Whew. or great black nothing, I guess. Mm-hmm. For a mile, where we will get to the Roebuck, and there we can hopefully uh, call for help, mm-hmm. is the plan. And everybody's like, you're insane. Yeah. You are insane. And he's like, I might be, but we're going to die if we stay here. Right. So that's our. those are our options. Yeah, do you want to live or die? Now, here's the funny thing. Hmm. Uh, looking at the map of the ocean floor, T.J. Miller looks and he sees like a abandoned site called the, um, oh, what the fuck was it? The Sherman, which was like halfway in between. He's like, why don't we just go to the Sherman instead? Mm-hmm. Uh, the captain's like, the Sherman is, is desolate. It's no longer there. That's an old map. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So quick to write that off. But down they go. They get into the full scuba gear. The African guy, uh, I don't know if oh, he did it man. on purpose or if he made the mistake, but he picks up a helmet that just has like a hairline crack in the visor section and he puts it on i'm pretty sure it was an accident you think so yeah well kristen stewart later tries to rationalize it as him giving him his life for the rest of the group yeah i i think it was an accident but he puts it on 
Uh, everything's cool, copacetic for a second. We get a very tense situation where they have to get into a cage and then the cage is then lowered into the water mm-hmm. and then down it goes to where the freight elevator is. And now they get into the cage. Everything's cool. Everything's tense. Uh, Emily, by the way, the hot chick from Iron Fist, is freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to keep her calm, cool, and collected. Uh, they get to the bottom and they're just about to open the door that's going to lead them to the corridor where the freight elevator is. Mm-hmm. And the African guy's helmet visor thing spider webs. Yeah. Uh, Nora sees it and she's like, don't open the thing. Don't open the thing. Yeah. But the captain's already got his hand on the thing, so he pulls it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the African kid just explodes. Oh, man. <laughs> That was so gnarly. Uh, that's fucked up. Yeah. But more to the point, he is now shrapnel, mm-hmm. which is fucking everybody else up. <laughs> yeah, you see the, the eyeball. <laughs> yeah, and everybody else is like, Whoa, oh, I got my. pieces of them stuck in my suit. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Ugh. It's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, nobody else gets hurt, though. Unfortunately, we're now down to five survivors of this catastrophe. So... They're like, they kind of regroup for a second and they're like, okay, all right, no big deal. We just got to make our way over here to this thing to get into the freight elevator, which is going to take us to the bottom. So they start making their way along the catwalk. Um, what we have now, though, is that the, the Kepler station is now under catastrophic failure. Mm-hmm. So just general, it, 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 it's falling apart at the seams. And fucking pieces of it are falling off and falling into the wreckage and smashing into oh, other yeah. shit. There's live elect- electric wires flying all over the place. Not to mention there's weird shit swimming around. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Pitch black down there. It's pretty much the scariest environment imaginable. Oh, yeah. I would not want to be on the ocean floor for anything. No. I'll watch like a live feed of the ocean floor. I'll <laughs> yeah. check that out from right here in my guest room. Mm-hmm. That's about as close as I want to get. Uh, so anyway, they're down there. Everything's fucked up. Everything's exploding and falling apart around them. Uh, they make it across the gantry way into the substation, which is where, from there, they have to hop on this weird, tr- I guess it's like a train situation or some kind of a transport thing. It's going to take them down a tunnel to where they're going to get into the freight elevator that's going to take them to the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. It's automa- automated, so they get to take a little breather. They get to take their helmets off. Everything's pretty cool for a second. Hop on the train. Away they go. zip diddy doo Get to a point where the train tunnel has collapsed. Yeah. Well, fucking fuck. Damn. So that sucks. And now it's like flooded out at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nora's like, hey, I'm the smallest person here. Why don't I just swim through there and see what I can see on the other side? Yeah. Luckily, she uh, helmets up, swims through, makes it through okay, gets to the other side. And she's like, yeah, I'm all right. Now, careful, careful where, we're, where we go here because we've seen horror movies, buddy. Mm-hmm. And we've seen the point in the film where... Uh, we have to go through the weird tunnel to get where we're going. Yeah. It's always... Somebody always... It's always <laughs> the last guy yeah. through the tunnel yes. that's going to get That's going to die. Yeah. Uh, the Descent. Mm-hmm. Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, 13th Warrior. Um, the list goes... This is formulaic. Yeah. So... Everybody sees this guy. I'm watching this and I'm hoping... It's not... It's not... 
who we don't want to die. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I was I'm, so bummed. I'm hoping it's uh, the stuffy boyfriend. Because yeah. he, he's had like three lines of dialogue thus far. So <laughs> right. why not just go ahead and cast? Unfortunately, it is not to be. So no. Kristen Stewart goes through. Everything's cool. Okay, send Emily. Emily goes through. She's fine. Send captain. A, send the captain. Send Emily's boyfriend. TJ Miller is the last guy. And he says, <sighs> here I come. I'm going to do it. So he gets through. Everything is cool. He gets almost out the other side. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm a little too big. I'm stuck here. And the line is still attached. And the line is still attached. So they grab him. And they're, like, wrenching on him. All of a sudden, something else grabs him from the other side. And now we're having, like, a tug of war with T.J. Miller. So he's like, oh, fuck. Real quick, they slam his helmet back on him because he's about to go underwater. Underwater again, again, yeah. Uh, Down he goes. Comes back up. We don't really get to see exactly what happened uh, to T.J. Miller other than his arm. His, was it his arm? Yeah, his arm broke off. Like, it snapped his arm off. Oh, God. All, all I could see was that his suit got breached. I couldn't tell where, where exactly the breach was. Mm. But I'm sure you're right. And then from there, like, all we see is his helmet just getting filled with blood. And uh, that's the end of T.J. Miller. Yeah. Which sucks. sucks. That was... The best part of the movie. It really was. <laughs> yeah. So he's no longer part of the equation. Ah, shit. And more to the point, now we have something else to contend with besides the seismic activity and collapse of the Kepler station. We now have some kind of a uh, hostile foreign body, possibly an invasive situation, mm-hmm. which is completely fucked. Okay, scary as shit. Uh, off we go down the rest of the tunnel. Everything's cool for a minute or two. They make it to the freight elevator, get in the freight elevator, hit the uh, uh, down we go button. Everything's cool for a minute or two. And then the freight elevator just stops. Mm-hmm. And now the weird sounds from outside. Bang, bang, bang. There's a, uh, there's a window on this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Shine the flashlight through the window. All you see is like tentacles slamming against the window like trying to get him what the fuck is going on here Mm -hmm. oh shit we don't know man there's some kind of weird shit going on what are we going to do now i don't know uh apparently there's a quick release on this thing which will basically uh cut the the cable that's holding the elevator and just let you plummet to the bottom Mm -hmm. not exactly what we want but in this given situation it's better than just sitting here while whatever the fuck is pounding on our door. Yeah. So they managed to do that. Unfortunately, the power in the elevator goes completely dark. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, at this point, we're down to Captain, uh, hot chick from Iron Fist, her stuffy boyfriend, mm-hmm. and Kristen Stewart. Yep. We're down to four. Scary stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, they wait and they wait. The power goes out. Oh, shit. What are we going to do? Cut that. Once they cut the uh, uh, pull the emergency release uh, thingy, they don't go anywhere. They're just they're just hanging. Why aren't mm-hmm. we plummeting to the to the bottom? I don't know. Again, bang, 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 and like weird moaning sounds coming from outside. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! All right, all right. So clearly, we're hung up on something. Mm-hmm. Let's send somebody out there to go find out what's going <laughs> yeah. on. But we got. I mean, what else are we going to do here, buddy? Right now, the boyfriend, uh, God bless his soul. Grabbed before we left the uh, the scuba substation, he grabbed what I can only ascertain to be a nail gun or some kind of a rivet gun. Yeah. So we decided to send him out there. Mm-hmm. He's got his infrared camera and all that shit. Out he goes trying to clear the shit. Uh, he realizes immediately that there's like 
schmutz, uh, like weird uh, yeah. byproduct. I don't, I don't know what you call that stuff. It's like an organic material that's all over the outside of the element. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets out there. He gets attacked by something. Luckily, he manages to shoot it with his nail gun mm-hmm. and bring it back inside the freight elevator. Yeah. Don't bring it in here, man. <laughs> right? I don't care what it is. Some kind of a new species. We got to check this out. It might be. I shot it. I'm going to name it. Get get it the fuck out of here. It's attacking you. Yeah. This freight elevator is about the size of my bedroom closet. We don't need it in here, dude. Mm. We'll figure it out later. Brings it in. Um, it is comparable to a xenomorph mm-hmm. or a face hugger. In, yeah. In a weird, spiky, spermy kind of a fucking. It's got tentacles yeah. on it, and it's. Uh, they're like, well, I don't know what this is. I don't know either. It's some kind of a new species. So uh, a hot chick from Iron Fist is like, well, that, that, that's what happened. We drilled too deep, and we took too much from the earth, and now she wants something back. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, well, you're probably right. No, here's a bunch of yeah, shit coming at us. There's something going on. Here's a bunch of shit coming at us. I don't know. We can't recognize any of this crap. Mm-hmm. So scary stuff. Eventually, they do, however, get loose, and they get bottom, to, they bottom out. They go to the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, this fucking... Uh, but, well, this very intense scene, as they're plummeting, they have to let the cabin fill with water before they hit the bottom. Because mm-hmm. if they hit the bottom before it does, the whole elevator's going to smash and they're going to be squashed like bugs. Mm-hmm. So, very intense. They get the door open. In comes the water. They get their helmets on. Out they go. Everything's cool uh, for a second until they actually touch down on the bottom. They start uh, making their journey towards the, uh, the Roebuck. And this is where we start to see what exactly we're up against here, buddy. And it's not good. No. Uh, What we're looking at is what I would call like um, stingray people in a weird way. Like half person, half stingray. Yeah. For lack of a better description. Mm -hmm. They they, they have stingray bats, maybe. They're very scary. Yeah. Big giant. I wouldn't want to see it. No, I don't want any part of it. Uh, big giant fangs and a uh, mouse, and they just kind of swoop through the water in the pitch black, and you only get to see them like instantaneously as they cross through people's headlights. Yeah, every time the lights hit them, it's like. Oh, they, shit. What the yeah, fuck? They, they, they go right in the dark. Yeah. Well, what is the fucking that shit? Mm. Uh, and so, na- naturally, fast. everybody that's there is. Goddamn terrified. Oh, so yeah. And you, all, can't, and you can't even move very fast. No. You're in those big-ass suits. No. So they all kind of go back-to-back, and the one guy has a nail gun on Yeah. Him. So we're like, okay, we got to, you know, back-to-back. Here we go. Uh, it's scary as shit. Eventually, mm-hmm. uh, the dude with the nail gun, the boyfriend, gets, like, pulled off, and, like, he, he doesn't get, like, dragged away, but he does get dragged... <clears throat> Like 20 meters away from the rest of the group. Right. So the captain's like, he, we, hey, we got to go save him. So the, he goes taking off after him. He grabs him and he's like, okay, back to the group. But then he's like at the last second, oh, your gun is way over there. I'm going to go get your gun. Yeah, because that's a good thing to do. Just fuck off. Just fuck off yeah. with the gun. He goes after the gun. And we natu- know what's going to happen. Naturally, that's when the captain gets taken mm-hmm. and that's fucked. Now, the, the, the really shitty part about this is that the, the nail gun is somehow tethered to the boyfriend. So the captain grabs the gun. The fucking 
sea demon or whatever it is grabs the captain and just takes off with him. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately, the boyfriend goes with him because <laughs> yeah. he's got the gun attached to him. So they both go whipping around like a couple of nunchucks in the middle of the, uh, the bottom of the ocean. Right. Which fucking sucks. Uh, the boyfriend somehow ends up on top of this platform that I guess is some piece of wreckage uh, of the Kepler station. But it's yeah. like all lit up so we can see what he's doing. Captain, on the other hand, gets dr- like thrown like uh, 40 meters out. So Nora goes running after the captain. She's like, okay, okay, here I come, here I come. Where's the gun? I don't know. She grabs the captain. Crap, captain gets grabbed again and just goes whipping through the fucking... Through the water. <laughs> yeah. Now Nora's got him by the hand, and Captain's going, "Dude, you got to let go of me, because I don't know, I don't know what the fuck this uh, this thing's got me. You got to let go." Yeah. And as they're going up, the pressure is like fucking with their suits. Oh man! So you either got to let go, or both, or we're both gonna fuck get fucked up. Now here's a weird situation, dude. These Space Marine diving suits. Why do they have a self destruct mechanism? There's no reason for that. No. <laughs> I feel like that's inviting disaster. Uh, you know, diver number four is going to get hammered, decide that he's pissed off that his wife is cheating on him, hit the self-destruct and blow half the ship up, right? <laughs> that, it's just, I'm not, why do we have self-destruct mechanisms on the diving suits? Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing. I don't know, but the captain has one. So he's like, Nora, you have to let go. And she's like, no, I'm letting go. And then eventually he throws her off. And then he hits the self-destruct button on his diving suit and blows him and the demon thing up. Well, that's weird. <laughs> I feel like that is a accident waiting to happen <laughs> with the self-destruct uh, explosion thing on you the diving suit. think he shit himself when he did that? Of course he did. <laughs> if he didn't, then he goddamn well should have. Uh, well, okay. Well, we're the good... Uh, I miss him already. I wish we hadn't killed the captain, but mm-hmm. good riddance to that demon thing. So, okay. Nora then crashes to the bottom of the ocean and loses consciousness for a minute. Uh, when she comes to, she wakes up and uh, she's all by herself. Yeah. And she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. She's like, what the hell? Everybody's left me. I'm on the goddamn bottom of the ocean. I'm running out of oxygen. What am I going to do? She just starts walking. And wouldn't you know it, she happens upon the Sherman station. Wow. Which is the one that was supposed to be abandoned, and the mm-hmm. captain was adamant about not going there. Walks right in, fires up the oxygen thingy, uh, depressurizes it. She's good to go, man. Yeah. It, the place is running beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's even got a foosball table, buddy. <laughs> right? We could have a party in there if <laughs> yeah. we wanted. She's in there. She's like, oh, shit. Tries to get somebody on the radio. There's nobody there, of course. No. Uh, tries to get uh, Emily and her boyfriend. Can't get them either. It's like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? I don't know, but uh, I can take my suit off here and relax for a minute and get back into my underwear. Show off my buddy. I'm okay with that (laughs) in this sopping wet situation that I'm in. She's like, oh, okay, I'll just get uh, stretched out here for a little bit. And then conscious hits. Yes, and then she starts looking around trying to figure out what's going on. And this is where we find out that uh, the captain, Luciana, uh, actually worked here before. Yeah. And I don't know what we're supposed to extrapolate from this situation other than he had a daughter yes. and she died and the obituary card is in was in his pocket of right. his uniform and I don't know why he didn't want to go back there. I don't know. Well, he didn't tell anybody that 
his daughter died. Right. Because every time his, when he was asked like how old his daughter is, he kept saying 14. Yeah. And of course, Kristen Stewart's like, well, no, she'd be about my age right now. Oh yeah. 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 And it's just one of those, you know, I, I, I don't want, people to know this i don't want to relive it right I, i'm down here i'm you know whatever yeah so i don't know weird but you're dealing with you, i get it it's a painful memory you don't want to revisit it but at the mm-hmm. same time motherfucker if it's going to save other people's do lives do you want to live or do you want to die yeah and these guys too i think they all want to live it's unanimous let's go live somewhere well this is also before they realize those monsters or whatever that's true was. that's very so true. he's probably thinking oh no i'll just save you guys we'll just skip this place i'll just save you because i know what to do yeah and I'll buy that. And then shit hits the storm. Sure. Shit now, if he knew what was going on, shit definitely he hit the probably storm. would have went. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. I get that. Uh, she gets in there. She figures it out. She's like, oh, shit. Uh, she's like, well, I can't really stay here because, you know, not much oxygen here either. She finds another suit. Good for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets herself locked up. She gets like, a, like this weird chainsaw situation and like this weird air gun with explosive canisters yeah maybe like a flare gun yeah but uh it can do some damage so mm-hmm. off she goes back on the ocean floor she's still got to make her way to the roebuck gets out there uh she starts talking basically to herself hoping that somebody can hear her yeah. and she's telling the story about her fiance sam and how sam went out drinking one night and uh basically i don't what did he he got killed in a drunk driving accident something like that so he's dead is what it boils down to and she misses him so goddamn much and she just feels so sorry for herself so good for her mm-hmm. uh as she's out there wandering around she happens upon emily who is completely cuckoo bananas oh yeah she has lost her shit completely <laughs> yes, she and she's basically just staggering around the ocean floor Sarah, Nora tackles her and she's like, "Hey, hey, snap it, snap out of it, pull it together, man. We're yeah. gonna, we're gonna do this." Uh, once she gets within like radio range of Emily, pretty soon they are within radio range of Smith, Emily's boyfriend, mm-hmm. who is already in the Roebuck station. Somehow that fucking guy made his way in there. <laughs> uh, his oxygen shit is all fucked up, so he's basically hammered. You yeah. know, he's like, "I fucking." Like, okay, Smith, we're on our way to the Roebuck station. Here we come. We're, go- we're just going to fucking shimmy on down there. Now, to get to it, they have to go through this weird tunnel situation. Or so they think it's a tunnel. Mm-hmm. They get in there. Uh, like, there's like all these tentacles hanging from the ceiling of the tunnel, which is scary as shit, man. Yeah. But they're not like grabbing or anything. No. They're just dangling. They're danglers. They're evil danglers. <laughs> That's going in the show notes. Evil danglers. Evil danglers, buddy. Yeah. So they start, you know, tiptoeing through the danglers, trying to make their way to the other side of the, the corridor. Uh, everything's cool. We're being super quiet. We're being chill with this. Unfortunately, Emily's oxygen sensor goes off, and it's like, low oxygen, low oxygen. Yeah, great, great timing. All of a sudden, the fucking tentacles come to life and just start pawing at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, scary as shit. Uh, they grab Sarah, uh, Nora. I keep wanting to call her Sarah. They grab Nora, and she's like, oh, shit, just keep going, just keep going, keep moving. So Emily makes her way to the end of the corridor. Uh, we find out what these tentacles are attached to. It's those nasty sea demon things. One of them pops out and basically tries to swallow Nora whole, oh, yeah. which was pretty gnarly. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Luckily, she gets her weird air gun thing out and blows a hole in it. And swims through it. <laughs> and, like, births herself out of this fucking yeah. thing. Crawls out of it. She's like, oh, Jesus Christ. 
and then she realizes very quickly that she is surrounded by these things and has one explosive canister left. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I'm done. I'm done. That'll do. Uh, fortunately, though, the roof of this canister, this corridor, comes off. And that's where we realize that it's not a roof. It's like a forearm of a giant thing that yeah. comes off. And it's like, bruh. It starts thumping around the ocean floor. Uh, Nora's like, what the fuck? So just just out of curiosity, she fires that last flare canister mm. off. And this is where we realize that we have a problem of some magnitude. Here, a buddy. huge problem. It's fucking Cthulhu. <laughs> he has awoken. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a big giant sea monster. And for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, we're going to go ahead and refer to him as Cthulhu. Because that's what William Roebuck intended him to be. Was mm-hmm. the Lovecraftian uh, god of the deep Cthulhu. Now... Unfortunately, it doesn't look like you'd expect Cthulhu to look, but we'll get into that in a second. Right now, all we see is a silhouette against the backdrop of this flare. It's big, it's scary, it's got (laughs) arms and tentacles, and there's a lot of little thingies, little like sea monkey looking things compared to him flipping and flapping around all about Mm -hmm. him. She's like, oh shit. Uh, Gets up, hauls ass over to the Roebuck, gets inside the station. Okay, woo! I think we're cool for a second, uh, depressurizes. They can't get her helmet off, so she's on the verge of suffocating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Fist Chick has to smash her helmet in with a uh, fire extinguisher to get her some oxygen. Very good. Uh, once they get in there, they're like looking around. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now this big fucking thing is attacking the Roebuck Drill Station. Oh, yeah. And it's like kicking the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick look around. What are we going to do? I don't know. Oh, there's some escape pods over here. Yeah. Let's haul ass over there, get into the escape pods, and, and break wind out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, get over there. We get drunk-ass boyfriend loaded up into his escape pod, send him on his merry way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that there are two more escape pods. We get uh, Iron Iron Fist chick loaded up, and she's like, okay, there's another one for you, right? And Nora's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And you can see damn well that that, other, that last escape pod is busted as shit. It oh, ain't yeah. going nowhere. Like, the red light is flashing, and the computer screen's all jacked off. She's like, are you sure that one's going to work? And Nora's like, yeah, yeah, just get in the fucking pod. She's like, no. Well, uh, and Nora's like, don't worry. I can fix I know it's broken. I can fix it. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. She's like, well, I'm going to stay and help you fix it. So Nora has to throw her a quick right jab. That was Bow! that was pretty funny. And then throw her ass in the pot and send her on <laughs> yeah. a fucking way. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of here, bitch. Uh, good for Nora. Uh, now we just have Nora left, and she's facing her imminent demise. Obviously, yeah. Oh, yeah. If not at the fa- at the hands of Cthulhu, then uh, with this fucking station, which is about to implode on itself. So she overloads the core reactor. She's watching the escape pods go on the uh, radar screen. And all those little sea monkeys. All the monkeys are flying after the escape pods. We don't want them getting away. Mm. So she zeroes in on where she has to detonate the uh, reactors. The blast radius. The blast radius so that it will catch the sea monkeys but still allow the pods to break the surface. Mm -hmm. And then she basically overloads the reactor, hits... uh, the, the go button and blows herself and the sea monkeys to shit. Uh, and Cthulhu probably got a bloody nose. Cthulhu, <laughs> I believe he got knocked over. <laughs> yeah. It looked like he did like a... Oh, <laughs> right. Jesus. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much the end of your movie there, buddy. 
What did you think of Underwater? Uh, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I've seen this before um, on the Netflix. Like I haven't watched it, but you know, I've seen the seen the cover of it. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. So I never even bothered starting it. And I was like, okay, well, this is forcing me to watch it, so whatever. And I was like, huh, that's actually better than I thought it was. It it's, wasn't too bad. It's it's a pretty good show. Yeah. I'd say I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, I, to be, I was on the same boat. I was not all that interested. Uh, to start mm-hmm. with, because to me, just like you said earlier, it looked like aliens underwater. Right. But it is not as such. But once William Eubank came out and said, yep, that's Cthulhu there at the end, mm-hmm. then I was like, well, I got to fucking see this now. <laughs> yeah. Now, don't get your hopes up too far, inmates, because while he is claiming it's Cthulhu, it does not look anything like Cthulhu. No, it's just a big underwater creature. It's a big, it's got like a shark mouth. And um, it doesn't really have the octopus head. Mm-mm. It more has like a like a tentacle beard on it. Yeah. For lack of a better... I didn't see any wings. You don't really get that good of a look at it no. at all. Uh, other than the, the shark mouth. Mm-hmm. Which is completely... The eyes. Oh yeah, you did get to see the eyes. Yeah. Uh, Cthulhu doesn't have a shark mouth. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's, got, he's got an octopus head. Right. So... Stop it with the shark mouth. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have a beard either. <laughs> Stop it. Um, other than that, it's a great show. If you want to call it Cthulhu, go ahead and call it Cthulhu. Yeah. I feel like that's probably, in today's times, about as close to Cthulhu as we're going to get. Yeah. So, unless he shows up in Lovecraft Country, Ooh. which would be exciting. Yeah. All right. That's all we got on Underwater. I suggest you check it out. It's yeah. streaming right now on HBO Max, mm-hmm. where you can find it out in the Pirate Seas Anywhere you'd like. The Pirate Sea. Not the R's. <laughs> the but the C's. C's. We're going to take us a break. We'll come right back. Yes. Slippery road, went for pinching my soul 
but no protection Just one direction Destruction I paid for all my mistakes Taking all I can see Till I'm ready to break But can it be
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, we're back, buddy. Yeah. Buddy, I want you to know something right now. Hmm. If we are in a weird undersea Sea Lab 2021 situation and we are being attacked by Cthulhu, mm-hmm. I will trip you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It would be a slow trip, though. It would. <laughs> underwater. If we're underwater or if I have to, if I have to redirect <laughs> your escape pod so that it launches right into his mouth. I will do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrified of Cthulhu, sir. <laughs> I will not stand for that. I don't want any part of him. Mm-mm. I will probably. T- I would like to be honest with you. I probably like to get like a selfie with him. After that, I got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I will leave your fucking ass behind. Hey, <laughs> I'm out of here. I love you, buddy. But I'm not. I'm whatever I got to do to get away from Cthulhu, man. I can't be hanging with that guy. Scary shit. Mm-hmm. All right, man. You ready to uh, do a little? What are you looking at? Yeah, let's get it on. I got a few movies in this week. Oh. What are you looking at? Violation from 2020. Have you seen this one? No. Just hit shutter. Mm-hmm. Do you like looking at erect penises? <laughs> don't lie to me. Is this a trick question? Or? <laughs> don't, don't, don't you fucking lie to me. Because <laughs> you get a lot of... Uh, Raging hard-ons in this movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a rape-revenge movie, but oh. it kind of leaves the door open to artistic interpretation. Oh, because, okay. hear me out, and I'm not advocating for rape, and I'm not sticking up for rapists, but here's the situation. We have an unstable young lady uh, who um, either has consensual sex or is raped by her brother-in-law, uh by fireside one drunken night after the rest of the party has gone back to bed. Now, Mm -hmm. the brother-in-law remembers her saying, don't stop. She remembers saying, don't stop. (laughs) Okay? Now... That's why you got to have a safe word. You got to have like a... These days, you need like a written document. You got to have a a notary. (laughs) You got to have some video evidence. Mm -hmm. But... Regardless, she feels that she was raped, thus she murders said husband-in-law and uh, does some pretty gnarly stuff with his body. Mm -hmm. It's a slow burn. Um, If you're into that, then check it out, I guess. Very psychological. Hmm. And I don't know that we ever got a definitive answer on what really happened. Ah, okay. Did, was she into it or was she not? Is he she said, just, she just, said. Is she just psycho? I mean, she definitely killed the, the brother-in-law. Okay. And did some gnarly shit with the body. But we don't, I, I don't know. We're never really given a clear and concise answer as to what mm. happened with the rape part. Watch that. Watch Wretch from 2018. Oh. You heard of this one? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad show, man. Hmm. It's uh, It's got found footage elements, so basically a group of hipsters go out in the woods and try an experimental drug. 
And it's, well, I don't know if it's experimental, but it's it's a new drug they haven't tried before. And when they come back, something comes with them Ooh. and fucks, fucks with them pretty good. All right. Now, that by itself is pretty mundane and it's nothing we haven't seen before. Right. But the execution and the, um, I guess, the reveal of the thing that comes back with them. Oh. Is pretty is pretty good times and okay. how the psychological effects it has on these kids. Uh, I won't. I, I don't want to spoil too much about it. I mm-hmm. caught this one on Tubi. Okay, definitely worth checking out. Lastly, I watched a classic from 1992 called Hellmaster. Have you seen this? Oh one? yeah, John Saxon as yeah. a psychotic uh, college professor that's experimenting with weird uh, mutation drugs mm-hmm. on his on his students. Yeah. <laughs> It's batshit crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love these old, these early '90s horror movies. Yeah, where you can just throw political correctness right out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. The black guy is going to be a budding rapper. Uh, the Asian is going to know karate, and uh, the white guy is going to be either a douchebag or a doofus. Mm-hmm. What you're probably going to have two white guys. One of them is going to be either right. or. Uh, that's all I'm looking at, big guy. What do all you right. got? Uh, nothing this week. Nothing at all? Nope. Well, all right then. How about some immersion therapy? Mm-hmm. Let's break this down. Mulberry Street style. <laughs> immersion therapy. What did you think of Mulberry Street? Not too bad. It's not a bad show. If you can get past the concept of rat people. Yeah. You know, people turning into rats. Mm-hmm. Which, that, if I mean, if you pitch me that, I would probably be like, nah. you're fucking silly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but when you put it in like this weird apocalyptic outbreak situation... And you don't show too much of the rat people. Yeah, that's where they did it right. I think I like that part. I yeah. like Nick Dimitri and I like the way it was kind of character driven with the bartender downstairs and mm-hmm. her son and all that stuff and him trying to get people out of the weird building. Uh, I thought it was a good show. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like uh, this was you, you could easily replace rat people with zombies. Yeah. Without skipping a beat. Right. But I like the originality of rat people. Yeah. Because that's like a. A new twist on things. Mm-hmm. We've seen zombies before. Right. Rat people, on the other hand, not since Ninja Turtles, my friend. <laughs> right. What do you got for us this week, hot dog? All right, this week, let's check out 2020's Death of Me. It's a vacation couple must discover the mystery behind a strange video that shows one of them killing each other. Ooh. I like that. Where you yeah. find that one at? You'll find this gem on Netflix. Beautiful. Check that chat out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes next week. Yes. First, we have to educate Miss Monica, who is not here. Educating Miss Monica. So you're stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Who was I last week, you wonder? Well, I'll tell you. I was a homeowner that uh, kind of uh, had a weird happening go down when a very attractive young lady locked, knocked at my door late, late at night, 
proclaiming that she'd been in a car accident and was in desperate need of help. All of a sudden, her friends start showing up with gas masks and invading my fucking house with my wife. Yeah. Turns out at the end, I'm dead. And they're actually ghost hunters. And she, the original hot chick is a psychic. I am from, I'm v, Milo Vermintig, Vermintiglia. I can never pronounce that dude's name. From the movie Static, which is a great show. All right. Also available in 3D if you want to check that oh. shit out. I don't think you need to watch it in 3D. No? It's kind of gimmicky in 3D. Uh, but yeah. eh, other than that, it's a pretty good show. Sorry, I already <laughs> spoiled it for you. Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, that's a good question. What is with these fucking guys living in Golden Gate Park in San Francisco? Why do they only come out at night? Why are they dressed like the undead village people? And why are they fucking with my high school dance? More to the point, uh, since we have a samurai, a Native American chief, a biker, a construction worker, some kind of an army commando, and a uh, deformed individual, I don't know what his gimmick was, but why are they so afraid of water? Think about that, inmates. I will fill you in on who I was next week. In the meantime, we are about to close out uh, Terror at Sea Month here in the Padded Room podcast. Uh, we can all thank our new Patreon subscriber, Cooper, for recommending our uh, theme for April. All right. Starting next week, we're going to be doing horror movies with female villains. Ooh. We're going to kick things off with Audition from 1999. Uh, yeah. This one is... A mother trucker fucking fucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> for lack of a better term it's fucked up uh other than that inmates thank you very much for joining us hope you enjoyed the show as usual like comment subscribe wherever you found this that helps our visibility quite a bit do have a patreon campaign running the month of may is up for grabs if anybody wants to pick that a five dollar donation will get you there just go to paddedroompodcast.com you'll find all of our patreon links back episodes and anything else you need to know about us there in the meantime, for Buddy, Deacon, Miss Monica and Absentia, Lady Villains in Horror Movies, Cthulhu, with or without a beard, uh, Kristen Stewart, hopefully in her underwear, other things that go bump in the sea in the middle of the night, uh, Evil Danglers, and the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. Thank you.